ladies and gentlemen. Tony Basilio. Uh, well, I mean, what can I say here, you know? Seriously. It is an absolutely glorious day where we are in East Tennessee. Now, it's an allergic day, but it's a glorious day. So I take the spring here. In, in this thing we call the Garden of Eden, because that is what it's like. It's like the it's like the Garden of Eden for um, allergy sufferers. It's beautiful out there, and it's wonderful out there. And I really think I want to take a few minutes and go sit in the park today and spend some time with God and spend some time uh, playing some music. And then I think about how I'm going to feel after an hour, Cinco, which is I feel like there's glass in my eyes. But it's beautiful, Sean, right? It is beautiful. I mean, there is that, yes? It's like being in the middle of the ocean and dying of thirst. It really is. I mean, it's uh, people that have never lived here that don't get behind the eight ball. Like, Sean's got some respiratory stuff with the asthma and 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 i i really can uh sympathize with anybody that goes through that here because that cannot be fun and then this whole deal the the spring here has just been crazy in terms of how bad the air makes you feel but here we are nonetheless breaking it down scientifically with you live on your tony basilio show and, Sean, I'm going to ask an age-old question of you today, my friend. Is this baseball team back, kind of back, kind of not? What What are they, Sean? Because I'm going to read something to you guys that was sent to me by Drew, Celtic fan Drew, Brian. Not to be confused with Celtic fan Brian. He likes the real Celtic, Brian. The Glasgow Celtic, home of Rowdy Roddy Piper. As in, I'm Celtic United, and baby, I've decided you're the best thing I've ever seen. As in, Andy Lynch's Glasgow Celtic, Bry. Not Grant Williams, who gets on the court four minutes because your coach is an absolute clown, Brian. How do you plead to that? I've seen teams that don't make the NCAA tournament execute better down the stretch. Brian, are you high on your Celtics getting past my 76ers? Even though Joel Embiid is currently in bubble wrap and made of fine china. I think they'll play much better tonight. At least they can't play worse defensively. But I, I don't know that I trust this coach at all. I, I just I had concerns before and yes. before this uh, playoff ran began. I expressed those concerns. And unfortunately, I'd love to be wrong, but I'm always right when I want to be wrong the most. So, last night, guys, as the Tennessee game was winding down, I turned on Kennesaw State and Georgia. And I watched, uh, you know, Kennesaw's got a salty baseball team down through the years. And they scored five runs in the ninth inning to tie Georgia last night at 9-9. And then they have a true freshman go out there, who uh, African-American kid, who, by the way, has got a pretty good arm, a freshman, he walks the first two guys, and then he's facing the heart of Georgia's order. And he goes strikeout, strikeout with two wicked pitches. Then a uh, ball gets by the catcher, and they put a guy on first. Now the bases are loaded. Then he gets like the six hitter to hit a 
fly ball slash line drive out right at the left fielder. Sean, the left fielder, drops the ball. Georgia wins the game. The kid who had put the ball in play had been 0 for 5 for 5 strikeouts. Georgia last night with runners in scoring position went 2 for 17 or 3 for 17, something of that ilk. And they've been struggling to hit the ball with runners in scoring position. It all leads me to this. Those of us that care about our baseball balls, and then we'll get you a football point in here momentarily. Um, Tennessee's RPI is now 16 after the win last night. That's huge. They've, they've climbed, that, that win sort of erased that embarrassing defeat of a couple weeks ago, which I'm going to call, and we're bringing Tony on tomorrow. We are hoping to have him on today, but he's got some kind of MMA symposium he's doing. I, I don't know. Anyway, um, or he's modeling. I, I don't know what he's Anyway, the Vols are all the way up to 16 in the RPI after that win last night, which is gigantic. But now comes a real interesting thing for them, which is, can we win on the road? Sean, this team, and, and Chris Burke said it earlier in the year, he said, Tony, I look at teams that aren't good defensively in this sport, and they have trouble winning on the road. He said, no, the Vols are going to be a very, very hard team to beat in their building because they're kind of built for that building. But away from their, he called, friendly confines, they're going to struggle. And here's the question for you guys. Are these guys ready to win on the road? Because... I'm going, to read, I'm going to read a couple numbers to you, and you guys tell me how mind-boggling this is. And you think about the team Tennessee has. First of all, the Vols are 1-9 on the road this year. You can't sugarcoat that. That's horrendous. They're 1-9 on the road this year. You have to go all the way to Florida International uh, University, who are 1-14 on the road. They are 2-17 in the RPI to find the only other team with one road win. I'm talking about the bottom of this league. These teams win on the road. These guys have not won on the road. In fact, let's go a little step. Let's go a, a one step further. Utah Tech, Brian. What's Utah Tech's uh, team nickname? The Utah Tech what, Brian? They're number 266 in the RPI. They're 1-16 on the road. Brian, this is the company the Vols are in. Utah Tech, Bry. I have never heard of Utah Tech. Cinco, have you ever heard of Utah Tech? I never have. Are they the Texters? The Texters of Utah Tech? Maybe the Textures of Utah Tech? At any rate, Utah the, Tech uh, is one in the six. Trailblazers. The Trailblazers. Trailblazers. That's what I was. That, that was my next guess. Utah Tech 266 in a mark in a mark very very good to me Utah Tech Senko is 1 and 16 Norfolk State is 0 and 17 and they're 299 in the RPI Senko is that going to end this weekend is this team ready to win on the road have they taken the next step defensively and what's up with our second baseman Sean who can't make routine plays. I mean, what are we doing here, Cinco? Well, he's got a great second baseman. Uh, that's for sure. He's. Uh, I think he's. I think he's an outfielder. Um, but you know, they. He's, he's got. A, he's got a streaky hot bat. And 
you know that that in the college game that that trumps a uh, uh, a solid glove at second base. So I don't know. Are we ready to win it on the road? I would say it's not because we've gotten better. I think we have more confidence, but I think the schedule has flipped. Uh, we're no longer at uh, LSU. Um, play, now certainly, you could make the case zero and three against Missouri stands out large and loud given their pathetic record. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, as uh, aside from Drew Beam, is uh, is the starting pitcher Friday and Saturday night going? Is that going to show up? Um, the defense is. You have a catcher's interference last night. You have a booted easy routine ball at second. I'm not sure the defense has gotten better. Uh, we're hitting better, and I think we. I think the most important thing is we're we're winning. There seems to be more confidence. You're hearing off the field that the team is growing closer together. Yep. And those things those yep. things all count. But you know, it's, you can't you can't go into an SEC. Well, look at Arkansas went to Georgia and got swept. So I, you know, that's it's not a, there's no easy place to play. But I think it it can be done. Um, I would, what what was interesting was I, I was watching the game yesterday and I couldn't think of one player, and I mean this with all respect. I can't think of one player on the team that would be considered for All SEC. Can you? I mean, Dickie's 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 got a not nice right average, now. but I, right I, I would imagine there are other left fielders in yep, the league. Well. That, Drew Beam, you're talking about position player, though, right, Sean? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, okay, but I mean, you could get, but Drew Beam, even at that, would not be a, a position lock. player. Yeah, yeah, lock first team All SEC. So I, I can't think of one player, and I'm not saying we don't have good players. You know, a lot of this is based on your stats and how yeah. you do when the camera's on. And I can't think of one player right now that starts for Tennessee. Yes, um, that is a that is a surefire pick for all this first team all SEC. Now, uh, given the position we are in and, and what we have coming up, you know, I could I could I could say that Tony Tony Vitel is probably doing a pretty decent job because this team is nowhere close to what last year's team was. I'm not even close. And that is not taking anything away from the kids today. I love them. They're trying their best. Do you know what Sean they could still win it all. not as good as last year's team. But they could still win it all. They can. That's the crazy thing about that sport. You can be not as good. Like like LSU, for instance, guys. LSU probably is going to drag that number one seed right into that tournament. And I got bad news for them. Brian Hartman, what's your bad news for the LSU fans when they drag that number one seed right into that uh, tournament? Well, you know, LSU dragging that number one seed is going to... The pressure on them will be greater than most places because they care about college Peace. baseball so much down there. Peace. And the last time a number one seed overall won the whole thing was Miami in 1999. Peace, peace out. And LSU. a lot of the time they don't even get to, they don't even get to the College World Series. They can peace. see Arkansas two years ago. See the Vols last year. Yep. Well, I'll, has, I'll say this: yep. I'll, I'll, we started the season. Uh, and I said this, and not that I know everything about baseball, I certainly don't. You do, but Sean. I made the, you do. I made the comment that this this team was better prepared tournament-wise than last year's team. Simply, be, And I believe last year's team would beat our team. But, however, we have so many 
we have so many more quality arms uh, in the bullpen, the same starters, and every one of those guys can get hot. And now we have what looks like a legitimate closer in uh, Chase Burns. And we so, saw, and we saw, we, Sean. Well, that's yep. a great point. So, like last night or, or here recently, right? And guys get hot or cold as the year goes along, which is going to happen in that sport. Like Halverson right now. Okay. He's in a little bit of a slow, kind of a wind-down period. He could easily, over the next couple of weeks, with his stuff, get it back and be at the top of the mountain while, I don't know, I mean, pick a guy out, slides back down, Lindsay or somebody. Uh, basically, the, the, the most consistent pitcher since he's walked on Tennessee's campus is the Beam Kid. He's the most consistent arm they have. Yep. Uh, now, he's not the glamour arm. He's not the top of the pick, but he's... He's projected to be like a second-round pick in the in the Major League Baseball draft, which, you know, those guys have pretty good chance to one day make the Major Leagues. All that's a crapshoot. We don't worry about pro sports here for the most part, but that's a reality. You bring up a really good point, though. So far this season, and, and, and that's befitting of a team that hasn't won a game, Sean, on the road, is where are your all-league players? Because truly... All league players are born from performing on the road. Most teams in this league are going to beat you two out of three in their building. That's the old adage. Now, Tennessee has gotten some life back in their season with a couple of sweeps that we weren't expecting, uh, particularly the one over uh, Vanderbilt, which was spurred by those two freshman home runs on Friday night. But away you go. And so... Now you're at a spot where, hey, this thing's fun. Dreaming is free, uh, as the old song goes. And you know what? As a Tennessee fan right now, you can dream that because if you go to Georgia, all of a sudden you give yourself a spot to get on a heater. Nine wins in a row in the league. Eleven wins overall. Then Kentucky comes to town. And you know what? The air's kind of coming out of Kentucky's balloon right now. So all of a sudden, you'd have a chance to stretch that thing out to 12 SEC wins on the road. Even if you take two out of three this weekend, you put yourself in a spot where you can start dreaming about getting to that magical, mythical 18-win mark in the league. And, and Sean, to your point, I think the reason that we don't think of any of these position players thus far as all league candidates is because we haven't done it on the road. They haven't produced in the pressure spots, had two chances down there at LSU to win games. Couldn't get hits with men in scoring position. And that goes for the entire lineup, Sean. They've got one win on the road so far. That's, I mean, listen, I know it's been a tough schedule, but that's woeful for a team of this caliber, Cinco. Woeful. Well, I, I think I, I might change the verbiage and say for a program of this caliber, I don't know that this is a team of the caliber you're talking about. Well, we're going to see. Second question. By the way, some love, some love to Danny White here. Danny White and his staff, for the first time in my lifetime, have gotten tickets out to people in May. First, if you're a season ticket holder, you've noticed that you've already gotten your season tickets. These people are not playing around. So anybody that purchased a season ticket is getting their tickets in or gotten their tickets in. 
they're not waiting till August, July, like we've seen in the past. Kudos to those people, man. That is great work by Danny White and his staff, who continue to really impress me. The plumber is fixed the leaks and is doing some work. Here's a question for you, Sean. Go ahead, Sean. Well, I would say this. I am certainly no technical genius or guru, but this whole thing with the electronic ticket and being able to transfer them with very minimal effort, even for a tech technical putz like myself, is just a it's just fantastic. And then being able to just put it in your so called Apple wallet, which I didn't even know I had on Apple Wallet till this year. Yep. Believe it or not. And then you go up and you just you you, you scan it. I mean, I could not be. I can't tell you how many times I've either left a ticket somewhere or couldn't. You know, it was too big of a pain to mail it to somebody because they wouldn't get it in one day to try to help a friend out. Or, I mean, it's just and, and the ability to share the volunteer experience with other people with just a couple of little strokes on the on the on the phone to transfer. Yeah, yep. yeah that's. That's a game changer. So, again, I'm sure it's universal in all colleges and all venues and all that stuff, but still, it's to me, it's pretty cool. The number is 865-200-5402, should you choose to join us. We're wide open for you on a Wednesday. We're just going to kick it around today. One thing I want to bring up here, the dates have been named. Save the dates. The inaugural 12-team college football playoff of 2024. Not this season, the year after next. The sophomore, I like adding an A, sophomore, Sean, like athlete. The sophomore season. That's what uh, John Ward used to do, sophomore. Yes, it's very, very cool. And athlete is a word. Uh, speaking of athlete. Dewey Warren says athlete. I love Dewey Warren. I'm for him, not against him. A worthwhile goal for Tennessee football in 2024, question mark? I'm going to ask you this. Am I putting untoward, undue pressure by saying out loud that I believe that is a goal worth striving for? That will be Josh Heupel's what season, Brian? Fourth season here? Yeah, fourth season, 2024, yes. The historic... Four, a 12-team playoff, rather, where teams five through eight get to host. Now, you think about the young recruiting class coming in. You think about the classes they've had. You think about this guy's offensive system. You think about, Nico, I'm never going to leave you, Leavia. You think about all that. You think about Friday, December 20, 2024, Saturday, December 2021, 2024. You think about, I'm speaking it right now, and you tell me if I'm being foolish. I want to see Tennessee host one of those games. They're not there yet that they're going to win the league, so they're not going to finish one through four in in the country. Uh, They're not going to win the SEC. But they certainly... This team, in my opinion, this program, the trajectory, where it's hitting, certainly has the wherewithal to land in five through eight. And again, dreaming is free. Dreaming is free, Deborah Harry. 
And so I say to you, I say to the living listener, I say to Sean Sinclair, hey, Doc Sinclair, am I being, uh, what is the term here I'm looking for? Am I being too sheepy in saying that I want to see these guys land in that playoff, yes or no? And I want to see them host. Well, you're saying you want to see them. Yes. Uh, I think that's different than expect to see them. I, um, I think this, I, this, this squad doesn't need anything but time. And what time is is just getting younger guys stronger and acclimated to the SEC. Yeah. Getting them bloodied, uh, getting them hardened, getting them all those things. Because I don't believe that the Georgia Georgia is one uh, that just stands out. But to me, there should there's not another team in the conference that, given the way we play offense and given the better defensive players we're recruiting, that when the time you speak of, there is not another team I believe in the conference that you go into it thinking, okay, well that's that's probably a loss. I think I think it, those games now become 50-50 games, and it, depending on where you're playing them, probably shades the victory to that to the home team. But here's a question for you, Living Vol fan. I'm saying out loud right now. I want to host. I want to host next year, 2024 college football playoff. I want to host. The game is December 20th. Two day, three days for my birthday. Those of you uh, keeping score at home, Roger R.I.P. His birthday was extremely important to him. Uh, December twenty first, two days before my birthday, right there in the Christmas season. Uh, December twentieth, by the way, is a Friday. Race fans, race fans. Will you imagine Cinco, Neyland Stadium on a brisk. Friday night, December 20th, game one of the first ever inaugural Close Your Eyes, living listener. Close your eyes and listen to what I'm about to say. Gather round. Listen to what I'm throwing down here. Can you imagine, Sean, there will be 102,000 people shoehorned inside how many people, Cinco, would be milling around outside on December 20th on a Friday night? Everybody's off work. Everybody makes the pilgrimage, Cinco, from the four corners of the big orange globe, Cinco. Could you, could you imagine 50,000 people stirring around outside trying to get into that place, Sean? Because I could. Well, it would depend on the weather. I mean, I would... I, I wouldn't want to be in uh, Columbus, Ohio on that night or Ann Arbor, Michigan, but it would be an absolute scene and an event uh, if we were to partake in that. It, 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 would be a, it would just be an absolute promotion for the university. Oh, my God. And here's the thing. I want to be there hosting a game December 20 or December 21st. 2024. Do you believe that's realistic at 865-200? That's all I'm asking. 
Do you believe that's realistic? I'm not saying I demand that. I'm not saying Josh Heupel stinks as a coach if he doesn't deliver that. I'm not saying Nico's a bust if it doesn't happen. But I, I want that to happen. I believe it's possible. Do you believe it's possible? 865-200-5402. Brian Hartman, do you believe that that is a worthwhile goal, or is that pie in the sky for us to be a host team, which means we land this team five through eight in America in Nico's sophomore season and Josh Heupel's fourth full season here? I'll go a little higher than that. I think the top four could be within reach, potentially, where you would get a buy. Now, that would sacrifice being able to host, but I think the goal was to be a top four seed. So the question is, is that or is that not a worthwhile goal? 865-200-5402. What say you? Hello and welcome into our first call. Hey, Tony. Uh, welcome in. Hey, buddy. Yeah. That's absolutely a worthwhile note. Um, I mean, we, we were hosting last year if the 12 team was in place. We were the 16 hosting what? The, uh, hosting the 11. Brian, is that it right? Been done, Brian, who we have been done year two? Who we have played last year, Brian? Would that have been like Kansas State or somebody, Brian? Is that right? Yeah, I think we might have been uh, maybe maybe eighth, seventh, or eighth instead of sixth. But that would have, that would have been the that would have been a hosting seed. Yep. And I believe I think Kansas State may have been the opponent. Can you imagine? Because the thing I kept I, the thing I landed on was that we're going to play Clemson on that Friday night. I, I'm just vi- I'm envisioning that Clemson and Neyland Stadium <laughs> Friday, December twenty. That's who I want. I'm naming my opponent. I'm naming my opponent. Now, um, here's, here's the other question. How would you feel if we were one of the top four and we weren't even playing that weekend? We weren't hosting. We were skipping that weekend. We were getting the bye. I mean, I we weren't having that fun. We weren't, we weren't having that fun weekend. Say, say. But we were actually waiting. I can't envision that. My mind can't go there. I'm with Sean Sinclair. I don't think we're winning the league. And I think those spots are reserved for uh, winners. Le- league winners. Yeah. And I don't think this team's getting over Georgia in the next couple of years. I mean, I'm just going to keep it real, really with you. Um, yeah, I agree. You know, that Georgia team, look, I mean, they essentially are the farm club for my Eagles right now. And my Eagles are the best team in the NFL. So, Howard. you know, somebody Howard. tell me, me. I'm sorry, what's that? My Eagles are the best team in the NFL. Huh. They're Jackson Holmes as a clown. That's weird. I must have missed the Super Bowl. Oh, it was a joke of a fluke of a second half. We got you next year, Holmes. I hear you. Phantom call. Phantom call. That's right, Rusty. Rusty, who not, had the not best? A single, not, a, not a single defense of holding a single pass interference. Not one. Until not the one. most important play of the game. Rusty, who had the best draft in the NFL? Uh, the guy. The, the team that got Nolan Smith at the end of the first round. Maybe the best draft in the history of the NFL, y'all. And I'm trying to be humble over here. Yeah. That, that pick alone, getting Nolan Smith at that spot, is hilariously great. 
Yes. It's, all, it's, it's almost as good as drafting Will Levis just bad. Cinco, are you uh, – Cinco's also a Titan fan. Cinco, are you high on Will Levis in Nashville? I think I've been pretty consistent in the past two years that I think he's a joke. Now, that's not a nice thing to say about somebody, even if it's accurate. It's accurate. Even if it's, it's accurate. accurate. It's Ru- so accurate. Russell, thank you. You're the man. Y'all be cool. This baseball team, Tony Vitello joins tomorrow. Boy, they feel back, don't they? Do they feel back? I think they still have a weekend to prove this, though. They've got to go win on the road, man. It's one thing to win in your little state, and I love our little stadium. I'm for our little stadium, not against our little stadium. Chances are, if this team's going to get to where they want to go, they're going to probably have to win on the road, unless they win the rest of their games. Is that? I think that's probably accurate. Let's come back on the other side. We can kick that around. Also, I want to see Tennessee host one of these, uh, land as a 5-8 through eight seed. Do you think that is a, is that a realistic, worthwhile something to shoot for? Or is that setting this staff, this team, this program up for failure, me saying that out loud? Give me your honest opinion more after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Have you heard the news? The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools has a new day and time. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM to hear all about what's happening in and around Murray County Public Schools. The Big Yellow School Bus with Jack Cobb and friends on Front Porch Radio, Saturdays at 10 a.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. you got to know Spend a very special evening with The Gambler. The timeless music of Kenny Rogers, performed by Justin Sullivan and his seven-piece Real Deal Band. Many have said this is the best tribute show of its kind. Hear all your Kenny Rogers favorites. Lucille, Lady, She Believes in Me, Coward of the County, Saturday, May 20th, 7 p.m. at the legendary Crockett Theater in Lawrenceburg. Tickets begin at only $16. Yes, an evening with the gambler and the Real Deal Band. Saturday evening, May 20th at 7. For more information, log on to CrockettTheater.com. CrockettTheater.com. We'll see you there. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM, Columbia. TB back with you, 865-200-5402. If only you could hear our conversation that goes on during the timeouts, but we're not going to do that here because we're uniters, not dividers. But I will say this, a guy who's a real divider and a real punk and a real clown, uh... 
has been accused of something pretty terrible. It is no great secret that the brother of Patrick Mahomes, Jackson Mahomes, is a highly, highly unlikable character on the periphery of sports. This according to the Kansas City Star. Breaking news. They posted this at 9.36 a.m. May 3, which is a little while ago. And it says the following. Jackson Mahomes was arrested Wednesday morning on a warrant for aggravated sexual battery booked into the Johnson County Jail records show. Johnson County Sheriff's Office arrested Mahomes around 7 a.m. and booked him into jail 7.42 a.m. According to the booking report, he's being held on a $100,000 bond. Jackson Mahomes, in case you didn't realize, is the younger brother of Patrick Mahomes, and he is a complete loser on social media. Now, no offense to him. I don't mean to cast aspersions on the guy, but the guy is a complete and total loser on social media. You talk about a look-at-me guy. You talk about a guy born on third base and thinks he hit himself a triple. You talk about a guy that treats people dismissively, acts like an absolute punk and clown. And police previously confirmed they were investigating a February 25th incident involving Mahomes at an Overland Park restaurant near West 151st Street, Metcalf Avenue, where Mahomes was accused of assaulting a waiter and the owner of the business. This is what you're dealing with, this guy. In separate incidents, Mahomes, the brother of Kansas City Chief quarterback Patrick Mahomes, allegedly shoved a 19-year-old male waiter more than once, then forcibly kissed a 40-year-old female owner of the Aspen Restaurant and Lounge. Police were reviewing the establishment surveillance video Recordings from that night as part of their investigation. Uh, restaurant owner Aspen Vaughn told previously told the star. So he also is a guy that goes on social media and says, I'm here, you're not. Look at me, look at you. I'm great. I'm I'm in the wealthy family. You're pathetic. That's this guy's deal. And he he is a quote unquote social media influencer. His entourage went into the restaurant's basement office, wouldn't let the waiter in when they tried to go inside to get his waiter bottle, water bottle rather. He pushed the waiter, told him to get out of that restaurant in question. Uh, He grabbed the, uh, uh, Vaughn provided video to the Kansas City Star that shows that Mahomes grabbed her by the throat and kissed her at least twice in her office a little after 10 p.m. I mean, this guy is out of freaking control. And here's a question. He's a guy on the periphery of sports that I despise. No offense to him. Never met the guy. He's just annoying. Who are other people on the periphery of sports that you find absolutely annoying? Just off-putting, annoying, I don't want to see you, I don't want to be you. At 865-200-5402. Bri, has anybody come to mind for you before we go back to the phones? Stephen Heffin? Does he count? Huh? Stephen Heffin? (laughs) 
Sean, is he on the periphery of sports? Would he be considered? Played Division One basketball. Now, granted, he got Jerron Maiman's minutes because he was related. Does Stephen F. and Pearl uh, count, Sean, or since he's been coaching as long as he has, he doesn't count? Oh, I, you know, he had his time. I, I mean, I, I think what you're talking about is, you know, people that didn't get the whole genetic uh, blueprint from their great, you know, from their other siblings. Another one that comes to mind is uh, Marcus Vick. That's um, a great one. Marcus Vick know, is a and great I know Michael, one. I know Michael, uh, Michael had his certainly uh, aberrant behaviors there. Uh, but uh, Marcus Vick was always trying to trade on his brother's stardom. Yes. And I think that's what happened. That's a, I, Jackson seems to be, I mean, I give a lot of credit to Pat, the father. First of all, he doesn't pop off. He's hardly ever heard and seen him. Another thing I can't understand, his dad was you know, a slight guy, but he's pretty tough. And I'm surprised he hasn't put, uh, hasn't choked Jackson out yet. But I'm going to go with Marcus Vick uh, for the win. I think Marcus Vick's a really good one. Tonight, Brian, and I love Al Horford. I think he's a great man of faith. Uh, he's a tremendous player. Uh, I I respect him. I respect that he's been able to stay in the NBA, Brian, as long as he has. Brian, when the Sixers signed him several years ago, it was that same offseason that they let Jimmy Butler go because they acquiesced to that tin man known as Ben Simmons, who's an absolute tin man, Benjamin Simmons, Benjamin without the J. Um, Al Horford was a horrendous fit in Philadelphia. He could not play. He could not do the things they asked him to do. And his wife and his family, had, they have been so brutal toward Philly. And all Philadelphia did... Brian was signed this guy, and I want your thoughts as a as a Celtic fan. All they did was sign this guy to an extraordinary. They way overpaid him for who he is, and that's all they did was made their family rich. Okay, so the fans got on the guy because he couldn't perform. That's called professional sports. I mean, get over it. I can't believe it. Shut up. Come on now. Anna is his sister. Oh, Anna's his sister. Thank you. Yeah, not his wife. I, I thought she was his wife at first, too, but that's that's his sister. Thank you, Brian, well, for the correction. Tony, to, how about, how about look, to date us? Think about how long has Horford, how long ago has it been since he won the back-to-backs at Florida, and how long has he been in the NFL? And do you oh, realize six, oh, seven. 20 years, Sean. Do you, no, realize not quite his, 20. do you realize his dad is our age? Yes. I love Tito Horford. Peter, Tito was the class of 85. I love Tito I, Horford. I remember going to see him at the Cap Classic, which was a precursor wow. to the Donald's All-Star Game. Sean! Which, which, which also, yeah, which also had the great Doug Ross in the game. Boom! Or not, yep. Sean! The Cap City Classic! Well, it's like, it was a, it's a capital classic. It, yeah! Yeah! It was uh, that that game had um, it was incredible. It I had, bet it has uh, all those guys from Demath in it back at the time, it, which it was, was right. bad. Danny Fa- Danny Ferry was there. Peter uh, uh, Horford, uh, just a bunch of great players. But uh, yeah, so anyway, 
I know you have uh, your kids are getting ready to graduate. My kids are getting ready to get out of high school. Late, late arrival there for yep. the kids. But uh, nonetheless, but uh, how about that? He's our age, and, and uh, without question, Al Horford would be considered a, a, a very much a veteran of the NBA. He's fantastic. I yeah, mean, for him been to, there a long time. He's for him to stay on dad. the beam as long as he has is absolutely dynamite. I'm going back to our phones. And, Ronnie, I'm going to get you in on our Twitter spaces. Ronnie has a request to speak. Unmute yourself, Ronnie. When I come to you, I want you to be very excited. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're live on your Tony Basilio show. Hi. Hey, Tom. Welcome in. Uh, on this football deal, I I think that's pretty uh, reasonable go. Uh, the only thing is, is is this football to to be in the top four or something like that is is pretty. We saw last year you got the South Carolina. I remember with Manning, you yep. had the Memphis ball games. Yep. Uh, but whenever the more I thought about it, because of the league we play in, uh, if you do have a hiccup here or there and a loss to, to you know, Alabama, Georgia, probably the next national champion, I don't believe it'd knock us out of the top eight. You don't? No, sir. That's my goal. If you, in Josh Heupel's fourth season, go 10-2, and two, my friend, 10-2, and two, okay? That is to say, you are a 10 at 2, uh, Charlie. 10 and 2, which is something you've probably been called in your life, a 10 at 2. Charlie, I will say to you, I will say to you right now that you'll be hosting. You will be 5 through 8. Most years in this league, you will be hosted at 10 and 2. And that is a worthwhile goal. It's first year Oklahoma and Texas join the league. We don't know what pod Tennessee is going to be in yet. Uh, we don't know how that's going to work, but a ten and two record, nine and three might get you there. Uh, this league's going to be so stacked, Charlie. Uh, how how hard would that ticket be to get just to get in? I was telling Sean that Friday, December twentieth, twenty twenty four. If you close your eyes and you think about that, I'm talking about uh. uh 145,000 people milling around down there on the grounds of Neyland Stadium. It would look like Woodstock. The, the, the roads coming in would look like Yasker's farm back in the day. I'm serious. Hey, I hate to, to bring the mood down, and, and I'm sure nobody knows anything, but just for my curiosity, has anybody heard any peep about the NCAA deal? Yeah, I have. I heard that they, the questioning was not as ferocious toward Tennessee as they were expecting. Uh, now, they still don't know what's going to come of this. I'm not going to pretend to speak to that. I am going to tell you that they sort of feel like Jeremy Pruitt was a lot more under the microscope than they were up there. I wonder how much uh, elbow grease... Oh, uh, Sankey had to do with that. Well, I'm sure his presence didn't hurt. He's the most powerful man in college sports. Yeah. Well, do you still think this baseball team's not going to host? 
town. Host what? Uh, a, a game, a, a regional game. I think this team, if they go to Georgia this week and win two of three, can start thinking about hosting the whole enchilada because they are, Brian, what did I say their RPI is after last night's win? They jumped all the way to where? It's uh, number 16. Yep. They're going to creep up here, guys, because this South Carolina there, if they can go there and get two out of three, if they can get two out of three the next three games, next three series, Charlie, or go seven, uh, win seven of nine in their next uh uh, three, they're going to be right on that spot where they're going to be able to make their case because they'll be the hottest team in college baseball. Well, I'm just glad that we, we got our mojo back. And yep. anytime we get to sweep the Vandy Joes, uh, uh, puts a smile on my face. Yep. Well, since it's Wednesday and I got uh, Doc on here, uh, he's the one that, that turned me on to the volunteer club at uh, helps with NIL at, uh, for the University of Tennessee. And I'd like, you know, you can get on there for five bucks a month. Yep. And then I'm also a T-Club member. Oh. And, uh, I, I tell you what, they're, they're both, they're both worthwhile to me. I love y'all. Go ball. Thank you, brother. And we appreciate the support. 865-200-5402. I saw the great James Clawson. At the uh, baseball game over the weekend, Cinco. In fact, he sprayed some. Um, he sprayed some. Uh, uh, what do you call that stuff that keeps you from getting sunburned? Sunscreen. Yeah, thank you. That's what it's called. Let's go back to our phones. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Hello and welcome in. You're on the Tony Basilio show on a Wednesday. How my friends and compatriots doing Doc, today? What's up, man? Uh, the baseball team, I'm with you, Tony. I think we need to win two out of three at Georgia. Because we've only won one road SEC game, and that was at LSU. And uh, Like Morse code phone. Can you imagine that, um, W. Lynn, that we've won one road game? We're down there with teams in the, in the 200s and the, uh, the former uh, Dixie State, who now call themselves what, Brian? Utah Tech. Utah Tech. But I mean, we've only we've only played three road series, so we're catching up. We got we got Georgia and South Carolina. So yeah, yep. uh, I think if we're thirty eight and eighteen at the end, you know, we're hosting a regional and we're close to a super. I know. I'm going to get close to that super. I'm going to get in that super conversation. And yeah, that is the gold rest of the way. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it starts this weekend, and as far as the football conversation goes uh, yeah I think we can be a home team in 2024 now what some people forget is the top four conference champions are the ones that get the buy that's right like last year Clemson was ranked way below us or a couple of spots and they got a buy that's right (laughs) that's right because they so that that's a little bit different. There, a lot of people kind of forget that we were the eighth seed, and we would have had a home game against Kansas State. So, W. Lynn, I just don't see us in twenty twenty four climbing over Georgia. Can we no, climb over Alabama? Either. The answer is yes. If you go ten and two in this league, yeah. you're going to host. I just believe because that's we're the, in case the SEC because yeah. you're in the SEC. <laughs> a ten and two record in this conference. 
you are going to host a playoff game, you will be five through eight. You'll you'll be ranked somewhere in there if you go ten and two. I agree. And what I don't want to be is the Washington out of the Pac-12, or really the Pac-10. They were ten and two last year, and they got bumped by Tulane. Because remember, you have to get a group of five in there. But that won't happen if we're ten and two in the SEC. That's the Pac-12. But but they don't have to give. They just have to give a playoff spot. They're not going to let one of those jabroni schools host a playoff game. Are no, they? No no no. They just get a spot. Yeah. They, okay. The top the top six conferences get a spot. So that's Power Five plus one. They don't they don't have to host. No. Yeah, I don't. But just just, just keep that in mind. If you go nine and three, then you're getting in danger of maybe being bumped by jabroni, as you call them. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I feel very confident. Uh, how do you think about this plan, Tony? I know people have been discussing, well, if you get a bye, you don't get a home game. What if they took the 12 teams and had six home games for the top six spots? Then you take the six winners to New Year's, New Year's Eve, and the two highest-rated losers to get your final eight. Hey, W. Lynn, you got me blowing, blowing my mind, as a great Jimi Hendrix once said. Uh, I, th- let's just stick with what we have. I, I, this thing, I can kind of understand it. It's got a good beat. Well, and, you know, mine was like to give everybody a home game. I think that's what some people are kind of worried about, is they'd rather almost have a home game than have a bye, and that's a flawed system. Sean, do you agree with that? Teams would rather have a home game than have a bye? I think he's got a good point, Sean. I think a lot of football I, fans. I'd rather have, have a. I'd rather have a bye myself. Well, that's because you're a Jaguar I fan. I said it earlier. That's what because you're a Jaguar fan, and your your club has no soul. No offense. I think it's. But I'm trying to give everybody a home the game. Only. Go ahead, Sean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think the I think the current system is the only way you can really have it and keep the conference, uh, you know, championship games. They're not giving those up because of money. That's right. And so it's a, you can't – I don't think you can ask top teams to play a championship game and then turn around and be in an equally weighted playoff system. I, 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 and I was wrong at first. I didn't quite understand it, but I think, I think they nailed this. But I'm with W. Lynn. I think there's a lot of fan bases out there that would like to have that home game even at the risk of getting eliminated, which I know makes no sense, but I think W. Lynn's on to something. And I don't know that we could find this out. I don't think anybody but the SEC, maybe the Big Ten's even making money out of them. Making money out of the conference making money? Oh, these the conference championship games? Yeah. Uh, television, sure. They all They all have pretty good TV deals. Hey, W. Lynn, listen, if they weren't making money on those things, they'd disappear in a heartbeat. But that's another good point. With a 12-team playoff, those things are officially those things are officially antiquated. And what's going to happen is, invariably, a two-team, uh, uh, a two-loss team is going to get in one of those championship games in one of these leagues and get beat and get eliminated from that playoff. Or five loss team. That's ex- or yeah, or a four or five loss team is going to jump in there and grab a spot. That's another good point. Yeah, and that's going to be absurd. It's going to be absurd. But, uh, but 
they're talking about starting in August now, week zero, yes. they want to call it. I'm for that. If they do that, then the championship games, there's ten of them. There's ten conferences that all have them. Half of them ought to be the Friday after Thanksgiving, and half of them ought to be on the Saturday. That would be March Madness in November. W. Lynn, you're the man. Just like last year when we had the World Cup soccer, Sean, in November, were you for that or against that, Sean? I'm for World Cup soccer anytime. I know. It's such a great tournament that it uh, was was what it was, as we say in the trade. Let me bring Ronnie in here, who now joins us. Ronnie, welcome in. How you doing, brother? Ronnie, go right ahead. You got to unmute you, my friend. Unmute you and go for it. How you doing, Ronnie? Ronnie, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah go right ahead, I'm brother. Go for that it. Clown can't figure it out. Go for it, Ronnie. Yeah, hang on a second here. I can hear you, but why can't I hear you on my uh, phone here? Go ahead, man. I was just calling because I just I love this Twitter spaces, and I love you guys. I love Doc uh, Sinclair. I love having this reach. Ain't that some love? And oh yeah, I, this is cool. I, I we're love you. I listen to you guys every yeah. day. Yeah. So Ronnie, we're gonna figure this out, and what I'm gonna figure oh. out is. A way for y'all that are on the Twitter space, because that's really going to grow. And, and what I'm what I'm trying to figure out is a way to uh, implement it and get it so that the fidelity is great going for you guys. Because what I've got to hook to right now is an external speaker, and that's okay for now. But that's not a long term solution for me. Plus, I think you got you guys sound great. I don't oh, really. You, you come you come yeah you come through loud and clear just like listening on the app. Okay, because. What you can do, though, on Twitter Spaces is you can hear us talking during our uh, during our brief timeouts as well, and hear our interaction with our guests, and hear our interaction with each other. And so, I love that. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I got to figure out something that sounds a little better for y'all on your end. But do you have any thoughts on our conversation here? And I appreciate you chiming in with us, brother. <laughs> I just I love how it goes everywhere. Honestly, I am. Um... My big deal is I, I want to look at uh, see how the baseball team does this weekend. I know. I think this is a huge weekend. If they can go on the road and get some wins. I mean, it was huge to beat Vandy, but it was at home. So this is going to see if they've really turned the corner or not. See, I think that's right. I think this is a real credibility check for this team. And I appreciate you checking in with us on Twitter Spaces. Uh, hey Ronnie, uh, Ronnie, tell the great Vince Keller we said Yoshi Hiho. We're gonna go. We're gonna go without further. Oh, we're gonna go without further ado. Get a brief time out in here. Uh, we're making it happen with you. It's absolutely outstanding on a Wednesday as we continue hour two after this. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. 
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Each week on History's Hook, we'll be bringing you interesting and informative stories from the past in an effort to connect the history in our own backyard to the big events that compose national and world history. I'm your host, Tom Price. This is not your high school history class. We're going to make history fun and compelling. We're going to get you hooked. History's Hook with your host, Tom Price, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m., right here on WKOM 101.7 FM Front Porch Radio. Join us for a journey through time. 
This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. As I welcome you back on your Tony Basilio show on a Wednesday, bad officiating is really frustrating, and I know that's a tough thing, but I bring John Schneider in now with my FC Alliance, uh, and we talk with him on a Wednesday. Hey, John, uh, I'm, I'm mad at the, the soccer folks today because my union and uh, LAFC game last night on FS2, FS1 was uh, marred by some horrendous officiating and a red card, and your team goes, your team's down a goal. Uh, they're they're basically on the number in aggregate in a two-game set there. Uh, they've got a chance to, if they get another goal, get the thing into uh, overtime. And, and then you get a red card because an official goes into business for themselves. How frustrating is that in your business as I bring you in in that sport uh, to handle the officiating that comes your way? <laughs> well... One thing as a coach, you always uh, want to be able to uh, control uh, everything that you can. And, boy, that's one thing you just can't control uh, in, in, in any sport. And you can have the best game plan. You can have the best mindset. You can have the best budget. You can have the best uniforms. You have the best anything. And you get in a game and you get calls like that and you just undoes weeks, months, years of preparation. It's really something. I mean, here they are in a semifinal of a of a deal, and you know, I know not everybody follows it, but it's just frustrating. I mean, you, you, and I've seen them go advance through this tournament and watch games and sweated with them, and they're my club, and anybody can relate to that. And then you, you know, and then all of a sudden you're playing twelve on or, or eleven on ten for for what? I mean, because uh, shoddy officiating. But at any rate, let's move along here. One thing not shoddy. Because you were talking about first class this, first class that, first class preparation. You guys are having tryouts. Talk about it. Yeah, our youth clubs, um, we are pretty excited right now. We uh, are having record numbers. And uh, we have our first tryouts for our younger kids. On uh, starts on uh, May 15th. And then we'll be trying out uh, the various ages through the next month. And uh, it, it's been great. Um, the community's really responded to our successes in the past and we were looking at the numbers uh, this morning in our uh, our uh, staff meeting, and we're like 207 kids higher this year than any year ever at this point. So it's it's been fantastic. And not not only that, but the numbers are up, so participation's going to go through the roof, which is great. More and more youngsters being exposed to quality coaching, it the game taught properly. Uh, and, and it comes out on the other end because you guys have a ton of kids that are in college now playing all over the country, yes? Oh, yeah, for sure. We absolutely do. And, and abroad. We, we have them in various countries playing as well. Um, you know, we, we, the way we view things at FC Alliance um, is we, we try to help kids uh, grow up to be great, productive citizens uh, through sport of soccer. And uh, it's one of the things, Tony, that I never realized until about five years into uh, forming FC Alliance when we decided to take everything to a higher level was like the number of kids that are on honor roll in our club are just mind-blowing. Um, so we must be getting the message out, and people are responding to it. 
We're not only making good soccer players, making good students, making good people. John Snyder joining on the TLD Logistics Hotline, tldlogistics.com. <clears throat> Pardon me. The allergies are crazy right now. John, um, from your perspective, and you were talking about, I'm just such a big believer in sports. People say, well, you know, you do the sports show and, you know, you guys focus on whatever we focus on. But at the core of it all, competition and taking any athlete and as a coach, and, and I've had this happen, and I've also had a chance to work with kids as well. But you get somebody to do something they didn't know they were capable of doing. But even something in a structured environment where you have to learn to get along with a teammate, where you have to learn to, to mold your personality um, and, and learn that everybody's a little different than you are. There's just so many great things that come from sport. Uh, and, and I, you know, John, I feel sorry for people that don't know of the value of sport because there's a lot of non-sports fans. There's a lot of non-sports people out there. And I feel sorry for those folks, John. I'm with you. Um, I I know soccer was my sport, um, changed my whole life, and uh, for good, for the good. And uh, but I'm a big sports fan. Um, I I know soccer is uh, the sport that I chose, but uh, I don't know I could be a bigger fan of college football. I just just everything that sports brings to the table, I just think helps you in every aspect of your life. Yeah, and and I look at my son's experience where he's gone to school, my daughter who played tennis coming up, and, and all the people you get to meet. And, and it's, you know, it's not just the good times. It's the, it's the tough times, too. They, you just learn so much from everything you do in sport. So tell me about the – you guys got this uh, 865 Alliance, which is an outbranch out, out of what you do. And, and we're about to see some really top-level play – uh, you've got your first home date announced. You guys are on the road this week, yes? Yep, first game, inaugural uh, game. We're pretty excited about it. We'll be down in uh, Atlanta, Georgia on uh, Saturday, 7 p.m. kickoff. All right. And how can folks follow that if they want to? You can go to our website, 865alliance.com. And uh, even if you don't follow our social media, which social media is obviously an instantaneous way to get information, but if uh, you don't choose to do that, you can go to x65alliance.com, and we'll have the streaming link posted um, as soon as it's made available to us. All right. So 865alliance.com, and they've got a, a, a male team and a female team and decorated players on each one, a bunch of college kids uh, who are high-level players, who are regional-type uh, players as well. Um John, your first home date is? First home date is May 20th for the men, and that's 7 p.m. kickoff, and that will be at uh, Hardin Valley Academy. And for the women, it is June 2nd at Hardin Valley. And uh, so we're, we're pretty excited to get this thing kicked off. It's been a lot of work, a lot of preparation. I've been out all week watching, watching the guys train, and uh, I, I think it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be fun. Well... It is, and you guys are wanting to throw a party around 
the these events themselves, right? Not just the games, but you want to really make this thing. Talk about what your vision is eventually for the 865 Alliance. We want it to be a celebration of people that live in our community and our region. And um, we have a lot of players that are uh, from FC Alliance themselves. We have uh, other players that just live in Knoxville that are good players that um, have full-time jobs, but they're still very high-level players. And uh, they're also a make, uh, make-up of the team. And we also went out and branched out to a lot of local colleges in the area, whether it's Lincoln Memorial University or if it's Carson Newman University or, you know, Tennessee Wesleyan or Maryville College. You know, we, we've gone out, and uh, we, we want this to be a celebration of everybody in our community and our region. I'm for it, not again it. Brian Hartman's got a question for you, the great John Schneider. Bow your head when you say thy name. Go ahead, Brian. Thanks. Thanks, John, here. Uh, there's a couple clubs that have been up in the Premier League for a long time that are really in danger of being relegated. What uh-huh. three clubs will ultimately end up going down? Southampton looks like they probably will be one of them, but could Everton and Leicester City, who do you think ultimately is going to join Southampton and going down to the championship? Yeah, I think the bottom three probably that are there now go down. Leicester City, that is that not a crazy story in itself, how uh, you went from obscurity to winning the league, and now you're right back down at the bottom again. It's kind of a shame, isn't it? It really is a shame, and when they won it, what were the odds – for the American sports fans, Sean, what would be, what would that be akin to? Give me somebody. It'd be like wouldn't that be like a college team winning the American uh, uh, the uh, World Series of baseball, uh, the um, like Major League World Series, Sean? Like how astronomical were the odds against them doing that? I don't even think you can calculate it. It just it was it was completely unheard of, and they, and not only that they. They got out in front and just ran away with it that year. You know, what was funny is the year before, I think around maybe sometime late March, they were in 20th place in the standings. And they were in danger of being relegated the year before they won the league. And they got hot at the end of that season and got safe pretty quickly and then just carried that momentum over to the next season where they ran away with it. Well, and you guys bring up a great point. John, in that sport, what's interesting, right, is first of all, in the Premier League, there are no playoffs like we have in American sports. Your schedule is your schedule. That's and whoever wins the deal wins the deal. Obviously, there are other tournaments that go on concurrently, but it is what it is. The teams that are at the bottom that go into that second division, they lose tons of money, don't they? Oh yeah, especially if you get relegated. Um, if you get relegated, it's just tens of millions of dollars, and um, it's it's devastating to those programs. That's why you see clubs like Leeds. Who, who, you know, were not in the Premier League for a very long time. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get promoted and basically what a lifestyle change it is for them. But uh, as you can see, it, it's difficult for those clubs to just stay there. It's just not a given just because you get the raise. I mean, you still have to have players that want to play for you and coaches that want to coach for you that can get it done at that level because, um, you know, that's another one. Leeds that was having a nice little run for a couple of years had a nice documentary on Netflix about them and and now you can see you know they're dropping back down standings as well. I mean they're they're obviously one of the ones that could easily be relegated. So it's it's a tough thing for sure when there's not this 
tournament at the end of the year. You know, like in college basketball. Same uh, deal. Yeah. You could have, yeah, you could, well, you know, you could have an awful season in college basketball is what I was getting at. But you get into the NCAA tournament somehow and you do well, people kind of forget about your season, you know, but you don't really have that in uh, APL. It's, you are what you are when that season ends. Yeah, you are who your record says you are at the end of the day. And some people get relegated, which goes into the second division, which the players get their salaries cut, the whole thing. Uh, the revenues go down. Everybody loses. Those guys are going to fight like crazy to avoid relegation. So it's fun to watch uh, the teams that are, if you're really into into torture, uh, but really it's an interesting aspect of their sport that we don't have in American sports. On the way out, John, tell the living listener where they can find you, more information on both things going on, the tryouts and then the um, – uh, the 865 Alliance deal. Will do. Thank you. Um, we, uh, for the tryouts for, if you have a youth player who wants to get started with us, you can just go to org, and all information will be there for you. Uh, registration links, information about schedules will be posted. And if you're interested in either our men's or, or women's uh, semi-pro teams on, on purchasing single-game tickets or season tickets or merchandise, or even just want to follow what's going on. Um, it's just 865com You are my man. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Good luck this weekend to the 865, and we appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Well, thank you. Hope one was a great day, and uh, thanks again. You too, brother. Thank you. 865 Alliance and FC Alliance, I thank them for uh, joining and for the support. 865-200-5402. We were talking earlier about this whole playoff system, the whole concept, the, the concept of college football relegation, Sean. I've always thought that would be absolutely crazy if you did that. Um, of course, Tennessee probably a few times would have gotten relegated out of the SEC the way we've played in the last 15 years in football. Well, with Butch Jones and Jeremy, uh, we would have probably been in the SOCON uh, a couple of years, so... <laughs> And There's maybe that. under Jeremy, maybe, and seeing the way we did against Georgia State, Sean, might have been in the middle of the SOCON. Yeah, we would have been looking up to a lot of those teams, Wofford, all of them. You know, it's really hard for me to believe that we're actually talking about the 2024 season and talking about making a college football playoff writing that today in the blog over at tclub.team, articulating it today on the show, and not nodding and winking at each other while we do it, like meaning it. Meaning it. How did we get here so quickly? It's crazy, right? Absolutely. I mean, I think that's, you know, we were talking, over the draft, we've been talking about this, or be, we've been hearing this about yeah. it's a system. It's a system. You know, you can't. These guys are system receivers. System. And Josh Heupel. This. It's gimmick. It's gimmick. This. It's trickery. That. You know what? When you get down to it, this system and these quote unquote gimmicks are exactly why those two wide receivers got drafted. It's why Hendon Hooker got drafted. That's why Darnell Wright got drafted where they did. And I, I, I don't understand, you know, they talk about the Will Levis with the, 
with the NFL. He, he's an NFL quarterback, style quarterback. What? Well, tell me about Lamar Jackson. He's one of the best players in the league. Is he an NFL style quarterback? I don't. I, I just don't get that. Either you can play or you can't play. No, no system is going to make you great. It might. It might be able to enhance what's already in you, and I think that's a testament to what. And that's why I don't understand people. If if I was a high school quarterback, and apparently Nico and his Merkley, I would be doing everything I could to get into the the Josh Heupel Halsey dip, because all they do is take any quarterback out there and make make them great. Milton will likely get drafted, and there's no way two years ago you would have ever. Heard me say that, and now they're you're having people say that Milton may be the most talented quarterback in the SEC. That that's crazy talk. Two years ago. Back to the phones we go. Let's get our next call in. On your Wednesday edition. Hi, you're on the Tony Basilio show. Boys, hey Philly, welcome in, buddy. How are you, Sean and uh, Brown? Doing? Philly, uh, breathing is easy. Yeah, Love I you, Phil. Can't believe I haven't seen you in years. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen you either. Uh, I guess you're still about your Kansas City Chiefs, so Tony trying to fight Philadelphia won the Super Bowl. Well, you know what, Phil? That's interesting you say that because with this Jackson Mahomes and Mahomes thing, and I know, Tony, you aren't a, a big fan of Big Red, but if anybody could mentor him about how having peripheral That's relatives – uh, you know, uh, deal with this stuff. It's Andy Reid. No his question. Son, his sons put him up with, put him through absolute hell. My gosh, yeah. so true. Yeah, and then getting all the Georgia football players up there, that, that's going to have some peripheral effect too. They're not too good off the field either. Philly, do you blame the Eagles for grabbing all those no. guys? No. Potential-wise, they're, they're great, yeah. but, you know. Well, my brother says, one of my brothers asked me, he says, what about Jalen Carter? I said, let me tell you something. You're either looking at a guy that's a potential Hall of Fame player, he's out of the league in two years. Why are you going to be so negative? I said, hey, listen, I'm just telling you from living here and covering this that that's what you're dealing with. There's a reason that guy was the best pick in the draft and still there at nine. There's a reason for that, man. Well. I'd say he's probably going to give him a good civil lawsuit, though, and he's going to lose some money. Oh, man, that thing is, uh, that's going to get ugly. No doubt about it. But, uh, y'all talk about Will Levis. Isn't he the biggest joke in the draft? (laughs) This is almost like comedy. You know, I don't know, Phil. I mean, he's got, he's got high upside in terms of his arm talent. Upside of what? Losing? Big games? Mike Detelier said he spit the bit when it mattered in the Southeastern Conference the last couple of years. Maybe he's, maybe he has a good point. It's weird. Well, hang on. Here's yeah. the total difference with, and we can reference Phil's Cowboys here because Dak Prescott was very much the same, you know. But he did something when he was there. He got Mississippi State to number one for a week or two in the in the in college football. I mean, he actually, he act, when he lost weight and he was part of a system there, he actually did something. And he turned out to be a good, good player. I can't think of anybody, even, um, even Jay Cutler did some stuff at Vanderbilt. 
and he, and, and he showed you some in the NFL. Will Levis has done nothing at Penn State. He's done nothing at Kentucky. And I'm not a hater. I just I just can't believe it. They bring yeah, in a pro-style uh, offensive coordinator, then throw him under the bus because Will Levis couldn't run that system. And then to top it off, everything I've heard is he's about as prickly as a thorn bush. In interviews, uh, there, something's coming out in the past couple days that during interviews he was just ragging on Penn State because they didn't know how to use his talent. That's right. Hmm. You know, ripping Kentucky that, did, because did, of the – well, because of the, um, you know, you didn't, you didn't hear, you didn't, and I know they're different players, but you didn't hear Archie Manning uh, back in the day, and I'm not old enough, but, you know, he didn't complain about his, that's a Hall of Fame quarterback that had no offensive line and no one around him. He didn't make the Hall of Fame, but he's that kind of caliber quarterback. Levis, every time he opens his mouth, he's complaining about something. Mike that's not going to yeah. play well in the NFL. Mike Detelier said that Levis, which is an interesting, you know, he said when he was at Manning camp, he kept walking over to us and saying, you know, I just can't believe Penn State wanted me to be Taysom Hill. They wanted me to be like Taysom Hill. That's not who I am. He said he kept saying it. It's like, dude, we get the point. You're not Taysom Hill. Okay. Shut up. Well, speaking of that, Prescott, he's kind of like a more talented Will Levis who can't get it done in the crunch time. Philly, it's not his fault that he wears the star of Dallas. Phil, when you put that helmet on, Brother, you're going out early in the playoffs. I don't know what to tell well, you. That's, as, that's true. As long that's as good. Jerry Jones, who looks like he's at the Death Star NWO, when they show him during the uh, when they show him during the draft, Philly in that dark room at the head of that table, that thing looks like the absolute head of the New World Order. Jerry Jones and his leather face and his leather sons. Come on now. Well, how many facelifts he's had you know, over the years? Uh, I mean, he he makes Phyllis Diller look natural back in the day, Philly. Well, I'll go back to your subject of uh, yeah. Tennessee uh, possibly being in the playoffs year after next. Uh, I think it's imperative, though, Tennessee not drop off to a 7-5 and five this year. Uh, you think you're going to get the momentum to get in the playoffs the following year. Uh, probably a good point. You know, this upcoming season is very mysterious with me as it relates to the Vols. I don't know if anybody else is having that issue. I'm trying to envision what this season's going to look like. And, Sean, you were talking about Milton a second ago, and I'm just going to say this out loud because it is what it is on here. We kind of give our opinions. I don't know that I trust Joe Milton uh, this upcoming season. I know he had a nice bowl game. I know he had a nice spring. I just don't know what my what my full level, plus all the losses on the receiving core, plus all the guys they're replacing. I think it's a little bit of a step back year this year, which is okay. I'm not sure about that. Um, I think that uh, Halsey can design plays uh, that, I mean, still, you know he's going to have wide open wide receivers all over the field against anybody. So, you know, and, and Joe looks like he's he's not the same guy than he was against Pitt. So that's got to be – he's improved there. Good. Um, plus, also, I, I'm i not so sure. I I think we've seen that um, he won a Bolitnikoff, and Cedric Tillman is a very nice receiver, but they got drafted because they both have holes in their games. Uh, I think Squirrel White is, is – uh, 
every bit, if not a better receiver than uh, Jalen Hyatt in college. And I think this kid from Oregon is just going to be phenomenal. Uh, so you bring in another tight end. Uh, you've got a, you got some weapons at running back. So I'm not sure this offense is going to be completely dependent on the quarterback like we were with Hooker. Plus, you think we'll be better at running back all the way around next year? I think we will because, you know, it's not – look, we led the nation in rushing touchdowns last year. That's a stat that yeah. nobody talks about. Everyone talks about we're a big passing team, and we are, but we led NCAA in rushing uh, touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. And Jabari Small was had a banged-up shoulder all year. Yeah. So you get him healthy. Um, I think Dylan Sampson's – a uh, is a uh, pace changer, and then what they're going to do with Selden, and and I, you know what, I, I'll tell you what, do not sleep on the Bishop kid from Knoxville. I think he, I'm not proclaiming him all SEC or anything like that, but he is about as natural of a running back as I've seen in a long time. He sets him up, doesn't he, Sean? He's got really good vision. Waits for his. But box. not only that, not only that, he rarely ever takes a hit. I mean, he's, he's just a guy that he gets it. He he was born a running back. I'm not saying he's like Travis Henry, but he has a lot of the same kind of things where you don't get a solid hit on him. Hey, Philly, what do you think about what the Vols did in the transfer portal in hoops? Well, you- I like it. Uh, it's, uh, it's a strange combination of uh, uh, they're one over on scholarships, what it looks like to me. I don't know what they can, they can finagle that thing in the uh, you can carry 15 uh, people on your team, and you can have NILs to cover all 15. That's, the, that's what it comes to the case. You knew well, that, didn't you? Yeah, yes. That's the reality now. I, I do think that you're probably going to see uh, the um, Aganey kid walk on. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. And uh, if. Uh, Julian Phillips just don't look good in these tryouts, uh, and he comes back. There'll be enough room to bring him back if you got fifteen. I think that's right. Yeah, appreciate you. So Thank you, buddy. Who... All right, guys, I'm gonna get off here. Y'all, uh, it's good hearing from you and seeing you. And I ain't seen y'all, and, you, and I'm like, hell, I ain't seen Tony in a long time. Good talking, Philly. I'm ugly. See, See you, buddy. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. You ain't missing anything. Just listen. Remember me as I was, 8652, just joke. I'm actually kind of, um, I'm, I'm gaining on it, as they say in the trade. We're going to take a brief time out and come back. We'll get some more calls in. The phone activity is uh, brisk today. Many people want to jump in. Also, the TriStar over on Twitter Spaces. we got more faces and places in Twitter Spaces. Dr. Sean Sinclair is with us today. That's S-E-A-N, Sinclair, D-D-S, beautiful Maryville. We'll come back on the other side. Upon the continuance, more phone calls, and Jackson Mahomes is a clown. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Laurie Cole, Executive Director with Pay Grace Forward. We are a community solution to predatory lending. We help people in Murray County who are trapped in payday and title loan debt. We do this through financial mentoring followed by low interest grace loans. To see if Pay Grace Forward can help you or to volunteer with our organization, please visit our website at paygraceforward.org or call 931-548-6797.
Have you heard the news? The Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools has a new day and time. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM to hear all about what's happening in and around Murray County Public Schools. The Big Yellow School Bus with Jack Cobb and Friends on Front Porch Radio, Saturdays at 10 a.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you, 865-200-5402 as we welcome you back. It is uh, 18 in front of the hour. TriStar is going to join us through the magic of Twitter spaces. The Tri to the Star. Dr. Sean Sinclair, Brian Hartman. My name is Tony Basilio. Let's get the TriStar in here, as uh, this is uh, very much a work in progress. I'm learning how to use this thing. TriStar, welcome into you. How we doing, brother? Go right ahead. You're on the air. Unmute yourself. Go right ahead, brother. Hello to the TriStar. Oh, okay. TriStar, go for it. That, that, there we go. You, you had me muted. That said <laughs> muted by host. See, I'm trying to yeah. learn, man. I'm trying to learn this thing. Go right ahead, man. Uh, oh, hey, hey, man. Uh, this is your local and lovable TriStar on here. Love it. Uh, anyways, uh, first time on the show. Love it. Uh, of course, from uh, God's country, as I like to call it, Polk County, Tennessee. Beautiful Polk County. Yeah, or as, or as the locals pronounce it, Pocani. Beautiful. But uh, anyways, okay, it's echoing really bad. All right, let me turn it down. Go ahead. You go. You talk. Go ahead. So, um, so basically, here's my thoughts going into the 23 season. All right. I will say this. I, I feel like the, there, there's main questions, you know, like our offensive line, you know, can they replace Darnell Wright? You know, that's such a huge loss. At right tackle, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, we'll see. I mean, I, but I think we will miss him on that on the edge. Mm-hmm. And uh, can Joe Milton be consistent? That's another question. And can the secondary get better? That's sort of our three main questions. And that's why, and that, that, I feel. Yeah, that's why my expectations are uh, with this team that I'm tempering them because I don't know the answer to any of the above. Uh, and you know, look. Last year's season was magic. It was magical. To expect that to happen again is, I don't think, fair. What do, what do you think, TriStar? Damn it. Did I lose Hello. you, TriStar? Are you there? Go right ahead, man. Go right ahead, buddy. Is a TriStar there? I think I lost a TriStar. TriStar, I'm figuring this out. I promise you, I'm figuring this out. We're going to get this right. Let's go back to our... Sean, your thoughts. He was saying you're losing Darnell Wright. He was saying you're, you've are you lost um, uh, you, the Milton factor. And, and then just the fact that you've, you're replacing so many people. I just don't think it's fair to expect the team to be as great as it was last year, which was out of nowhere great. Well, I don't think it's fair to expect anything. It's just I think that you have a proven system another you have another year in the system and you have players that are you know 
We are replacing players with better players, not a top 10 offensive tackle, but the other guys should be better than they were. Uh, you have more weapons around, in my opinion. You got, uh, and the de- the defense, you know, the the defense looked bad at times. No question, no question about it. But uh, there, there were a lot of times that Tim Banks made, you know, his defense made some very clutch play, plays. I mean, they, they, I thought they totally kept uh, Clemson off, you know, on their heels. And uh, another guy, you know, I think we'll be better at, at linebacker. And you, you have to be better at secondary, right? I mean, you can't be worse. Back to the right. phones we go. Let's get our next call in. Uh, over the hills and far away. Over the hills and far away. That's my song. Hello and welcome into our next call. What do you say, Marcelio? What's, go- What's going on, brother? How you doing? Man, I'm excellent. And uh, thank you, Phillies, for blowing apart my five-team parlay on the money line last night, uh, nonetheless. Phillies had a pretty good night. Phillies, right? Phillies have gotten outscored like uh, twenty-six to five, their first two nights in, uh, in in Los Angeles. So it was really wonderful. Looked looked a lot like uh, Tennessee in that Arkansas series. Uh, as far as expectations for next season for this team, I just want them to l- look and play as hard as they did last season. Look like they did and play like they did. I'm not asking you to win all your games. I don't have. It is not a reasonable expectation that this team's going to go down and beat Alabama. It's not. But they don't. Alabama doesn't have a quarterback right now, and the kid they got from Notre Dame sucks. He's terrible. Um, I think you're always going to get that from a Josh Heupel coached football team. In my yep. humble opinion, here in Knoxville, I think that is something that's always going to come from a Josh Heupel coached. Uh, football team they're always going to play hard and 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 for the and for the most part they're always going to play smart i think we're always going to see that with these guys that's one thing you can count on um i i think it's being undersold how big a victory that was for tennessee baseball last night uh as far as rpi is concerned it was much larger than the mississippi state wins as far as the rpi is concerned uh, total, John, uh, you no know, question. It, it almost undid what happened with Tennessee Tech because the Tennessee Tech thing was really injurious to the RPI. They fell like 18 spots, and then they jumped last night about 18 or so uh, just with the victory. So you're right. Um, that Tennessee Tech thing, we may look back at that, and, I mean, for lack of a better term, we got shellacked by them. Oh, was that was We got blown out in our own building by them. And that may be what flipped the whole season, because this has looked like a completely and utterly different baseball team the last eight games. It's crazy. We're talking, I haven't ever seen yeah. a turnaround like this. No, me neither. We're talking to Tony tomorrow uh, about that, and that thing was rock bottom. And one of my questions for him tomorrow is going to be, things have come pretty easy to you, Tony. They've come pretty easy to you. Have you ever been in a spot like where you were after that Tennessee Tech game? Because things have really come pretty easy to him, Sean. He basically, they've won everywhere they've been. I mean, they were literally out of answers, Cinco, after Tennessee Tech, going into that Vandy series. They were, you know, they've won everywhere they've been, but they've they've earned it. They've done the work, and um, you could tell through the year that uh, Vitello was basically just going out there and saying, "Look, 
we put you in a spot. You know what to do. Yeah. You guys are not not you guys are gonna have to figure it out, but you guys are gonna have to get together. He, he he doesn't shy away from that stuff in interviews. He did it on your show. He's done it on post game stuff. Um, they're just gonna have to you know maybe that maybe as uh, is this Roberto? Maybe as he's saying that um, you know after that game they just had to nut up and and start mm. playing ball. Now the schedule has has helped a little bit, but they needed that. And if this as he's saying, if, if the Tennessee Tech game was a catalyst uh, for change, then it will be the, the best thing. All you have to look at is the two Mississippi schools the past two years, you know, just flailing away during the regular season. They come back with the championship. Anything can happen. I was loathing that comparison two and a half weeks ago, yeah, me guys. Too. I rejected loathing. it. Loathing. Every, yeah. every time somebody said it, I turned off the radio. I rejected I like, it, yep. Yeah, uh, I just said there's no way that this is the same team. I kept going, that team has Tim Elko, or had Tim Elko. That team had XYZ player in the bull, pitching in the bullpen for Mississippi State. You know, we didn't have those things. And all of a sudden, we have those things. Christian Moore's come on, which, thank God for that. Uh, Dylan Dryling is going to be SEC freshman year, in my opinion. Do you guys agree with that? That's, well, a, that's he, a pretty bold statement. He hammered that. I don't know. Uh, He's still I, I, think, left. I think Florida's got a couple of kids that will take that. Uh, uh, the Caglione kid. But but I'll say yeah, that. Right. Caglione, no, they got a couple of outfielders that are true freshmen that have just been phenomenal. I think one guy jacked three it against us here. Florida has a fantastic class. Uh, Georgia last night, right. I saw one of their freshmen hitting 450. Or some crazy number. That kid's really talented. They're four hitter at Georgia. So yeah. I, I guess the Georgia's, point is this I'm, kid is really sorry, a great player. Dryling's really a great player. Leave it at that. He's yeah, a great he's a player. superstar here. No question. He's a superstar. Uh, but uh, lastly, you know, this weekend at Georgia, I didn't realize this in, uh, in most RPIs, if you check around, Georgia's top 25. Even though they're eight and thirteen in the league, they're number twenty-three in the current RPI. Like the guy who updates every day, and then next week we play number four in the RPI currently, Kentucky, and the next week we play number one in the RPI, which is South Carolina currently. Um, yeah, we could actually lose a few more of those games than I than I originally imagined, and still definitely host a regional. I, I think if we go six and three from here out, we're going to host a regional. Let's go eight, uh, and, let's go eight and go, one. Let's go eight and one, Tony Valls, and host a super regional. And I thank well, you I think for the what, call. I think what you, I think what he's saying is yeah. that these next two weeks we play comparable teams. So yep. you know, one at home, one at, one away. So yep. well, it's it's there. There's nothing to be there's nothing to be scared of, or there's nothing to be worried about. The, these teams are at our level right now, not program level, but performance level. And there's no reason we shouldn't go in there and win both series. Back to the phones we go. We get our next call in. You never know what what awaits on the other side of that phone line through the magic of fiber optics and now transmission into the ether. Hello and welcome in. I have a little debate with you. A and little debate. Is, I already I already had a debate with you on this tone. Right, let's have a little Sean's debate. Turn. Let's have a little debate. Go ahead. Sean, you don't know what you're talking about. That's nothing new to yeah. any of the callers, Titans Bill. Any day that ends in Y 
uh, and that's really not fair of you to come on you, the you, air and just start a conversation. You're not, you're not, bring, you're not bringing any revelatory news don't, here. Don't you? So we all know that. Don't you want to offer greetings and salutations before you launch on yeah. the man like that? That's yeah, okay. tell, I, me, yeah. tell me what yeah. I'm missing, Titans, Bill. I'm willing okay. to listen. Okay. As I said to you, Tony, when we had our nice little private fireside chat this morning, you and I, and it was a very pleasant fireside chat. Now, Mr. Sinclair, it's your turn. Bring it on, Titans Bill. I'm ready, I to, was, I'm I was, ready to learn. I was watching Good Morning Football, and I feel that there's going to be, the heat is going to be on both two quarterbacks that were drafted in the first round that are out of the SEC, Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson. There's not going to be any heat going to be on Will Levis. There's not going to be any heat on Hendon Hooker. I think if there's going to be any heat, it's going to be on more, more Richardson and Young than there is Levis. And then I also said to you, Tony, Brian, and I'll say that about Brian. Don't say that about Bill. Go ahead, Bill. I'm sorry. And and, and as I said, you never know, Brian. That's Rev not fair, t- Brian. That's not a fair thing to say about Bill, man. But Titans, Bill, I would agree with you. There will be relatively no heat on Levis because he will be on the bench. Nobody's right. going to be worried about him and. Because he now, I I do say this. I I feel the same way about Anthony, about Richardson, uh, simply because you know he's he's a he's a boomer bust type quarterback, but he put up multiple four hundred yard games. Yes, he did in the SEC. He and was very good against Will, us, Sean. Will, I don't think Will Levis even broke triple digits. Hey, Sean, he kept getting up. We're not sure Levis threw for 100 yards in a game, Bill. No offense. Levis played a secondary against us that gave up 400 yards to at least three different quarterbacks last year, and he couldn't even get to the century mark with Darian Brown, with some other guys. The guy puts Hellman's in his coffee, Bill. I'm sorry. What's your favorite kind of mayonnaise, Bill? What's your favorite? Uh... I like any kind. I'm not. I'm not choosy when it comes to mayonnaise. I don't. I don't I'm not a big. I'm not a big mayonnaise fan. I'm more of a mustard type guy than I am mayonnaise, especially Dijon mustard. Oh, I love Dijon mustard. And you, and uh, I would have to say, and I said this to you, Tony. You never know. Levis could have a better career. In the NFL, than maybe Richardson and Young, and maybe Hooker. Um, you never know. You know, Bill. I I gotta say to you that I think Hendon Hooker. The more I think about it, is in an absolutely perfect spot in Detroit. Sometimes you thank God for unanswered prayers. I know that it was been great to see him play in Nashville, this, that, and the other. He's have a really nice team around him in Detroit when he gets the opportunity. A really nice team around him. Well, I know you're drinking their Kool-Aid, but I'm not. Well, they you have a nice team. It. I, I'm not. 
until they could really prove to me that they could really be a good football team. They need to get off to a good start. If they don't, they're just the typical Detroit Lions. And and the only one thing, Hooker is going to be like Levis. He's going to be standing on the sidelines with a clipboard because he's going to have to really outdo Jared Goff for that number one spot in Detroit. Well, you're my man. Uh, you guys might as well have gone out and drafted Oleg Zornitsky, who's a <laughs> Ukrainian-born American, who took, Senko, you ready for this? Four 32-ounce jars of mayonnaise, the big boy jars, and demolished them in eight minutes' time. Clean the jars out, Sean. Can you imagine what your <laughs> mouth, how watery your mouth would be if you ate that much? All I can say is that going to the bathroom was probably like the flume ride at Dollywood. Okay, Tony on another hey, Go ahead, Billy. Tony on another note. Hey, you know what? Now I'm talking Levis. I want, I, want, I want you as a Levis fluffer, I want you to tell me that Levis was a better quarterback in college than Garantano. Yeah, go ahead. Tell and, him and, that. And, 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 and back it up with some back it up with some facts. Back it up with some facts. Go ahead. Was he a better quarterback than Gitmo in college? This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram thanks St. Jude Children's Hospital for their admirable work. We are committing to their cause of providing quality care to families in need at no cost to them by donating $150 for every new vehicle sold. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is proud to partner with St. Jude for the fourth consecutive year. If you are currently in the market for a new vehicle, visit the team in-store or shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net to help families protect what matters most. You can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. 
Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chindawa yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Coach, baseball is back, and WKRM 103.7 is excited to bring you coverage and sponsorship options for this 2023 season. That's right, Taff, and this year our advertising partners had the option to sponsor our live Little League coverage, Lana Braves coverage, or a combo package that carry both of them. This area loves baseball, and what a great way to support the community by helping us bring coverage of our Little League, but also taking a moment to promote local businesses. People are crazy about the Atlanta Braves. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's something special and timeless about baseball radio broadcast. There sure is. So visit Front Porch Radio TN and click on the blue Advertise With Us button for more information about how your company can sponsor baseball of all kinds this season with WKRM. Each week on History's Hook, we'll be bringing you interesting and informative stories from the past in an effort to connect the history in our own backyard to the big events that compose national and world history. I'm your host, Tom Price. This is not your high school history class. We're going to make history fun and compelling. We're going to get you hooked. History's Hook with your host, Tom Price. Saturdays at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. Right here on WKOM 101.7 FM Front Porch Radio. Join us for a journey through time. There are a lot of fun days in May. 
There's Cinco de Mayo. There's May the 4th be with you. There's No Socks Day. What? May all your days be winners this month with the all-new Instant Games. They feature top prizes up to $200,000 and are waiting for you at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. The Tennessee Lottery congratulates this year's graduates from all the colleges and universities across the state. Your achievements set the stage for a brighter tomorrow. We're happy to have helped along the way by raising more than $6.8 billion for education and funding over 1.9 million scholarships and grants, including Hope Scholarships, Tennessee Promise, and much more. Visit DionLottery.com to see how our proceeds support successful futures. The NASCAR Cup Series. Here they come. Green flag is in the air. Kicks off a monster month of May. We've got a car in the wall. Oh, Bubba gets turned in the face of the field. Truex gets clobbered. Holman Digger gets clobbered. At Kansas Speedway. He was out front when the caution flag flew, and Kyle Busch has scored the win. It's the Advent Health 400. Sunday, May 7th at 1 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.